1077 The Bronx and 1077thebronc.com. I'm Emily Cott, and you are listening to Center Stage Bronx. On today's show, we have a very exciting guest, Isabel Oliver. Isabel Oliver is a Ryder University junior from Long Island, New York. Her major is acting. During her time here at Ryder so far, Oliver's been a part of productions such as Puffs, Carrie, The Play That Goes Wrong, and The King's Choice. Isabel has also acted for shows on the on-tour company, Cultural Arts Playhouse, and Plaza Theatrical Productions. How are you doing today? I'm good. I'm good. I'm happy to be here. Great. So I'm going to start off with just some questions about where you got started with acting. Mm -hmm. So first, how long have you been singing and acting for? Um, I started, well, I started doing musicals probably when I was... I'm gonna say like seven or eight. I was like in elementary school. Oh wow! Um, the first like real musical that I ever did was The Sound of Music. Um, yeah, and I had watched the movie as a kid too, so I I was really happy to be doing it. I played Brigitte. Um, but before that, I had taken like theater classes at this local theater near me, and um, yeah, and I started singing because I loved Hannah Montana. Yeah. So that's why that's how that's where it all started. <laughs> the classic Hannah Montana origin story. So growing up, did you know that you always wanted to like major in acting? Yeah, I mean, one way or another, I knew that I wanted to perform. Um, I also always kind of knew I wanted to go to college, so it kind of just made sense. It wasn't, I, I didn't dream of necessarily going to college for acting. Um, I just always knew that I wanted to perform. So um, when it came time to apply to colleges, I decided to go that route because you don't really need a degree to act. Like, it just it just helps. Yeah, it just like I wanted the training. So that's really why I'm here to learn. Um, the degree is just kind of there, I guess. <laughs> so growing up, who were your influences in regards to performing? Like you said, Hannah Montana. But right. like, did you have any other influences? Um, I'm, yeah, I always loved the Disney Channel. Um, I also... In terms of like singers, I also really love like Adele and Beyonce. I loved listening to them growing up and singing them. Um, and just like Broadway in general. Like I listen to a lot of um, show tunes. What's and your stuff favorite like show? Mm. One of my favorite shows, musicals, is In the Heights. That's a good one. It's a really good one. Um, yeah. And I feel like it's. Obviously, Hamilton is amazing yes. in its own right, but I feel like In the Heights is just prime time Lin-Manuel. So what is your favorite thing about performing? Hmm. I really enjoy the interaction between the audience and the performers when performing live. Um, I think it's like such a special thing to be able to have some sort of emotional effect on a lot of people at one time it can be a lot of pressure um but yeah I think it's a beautiful thing and I think a lot of people forget about that I think a lot yeah. of actors forget that they're really not acting for themselves obviously you have to choose the path in life that makes you happy so in a way you're doing it for yourself but like when you're really up there doing the work and like performing you shouldn't be doing it in a way that only serves you like it's really for the audience and it's to help out your other actors on stage and stuff like that. Um, but film acting is definitely a little bit different. I think it 
it leaves a little bit more room for create creativity. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's a little bit less exciting than live theater in that respect because it's a lot slower. Um, but that one is really cool because you're, you're working towards a finished product. Whereas mm-hmm. like live theater is like, it's always changing and it's, you know, every night it's going to be different. Um, so I find that really interesting too. So since that, like it's live, like, have you ever, like, how do you overcome, like if you make a mistake on stage, mm. how do you overcome that? You know, sometimes you can't overcome it. <laughs> sometimes it just goes badly and you have to move on. Um, but there's there's definitely a lot of ways around like mess ups on stage. Um, that's why it's important like to be there for your fellow actors because sometimes they will forget a line or sometimes they'll go the wrong way. Um, I mean, the best thing you can do is try to make a joke out of it. Yeah. Um, if it's a funny show or just like ignore it or like use it. That's what people always say. They're like, use it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's actually this one. I have a, a story that I could yes, go into tell of a really, a really bad. I, it wasn't necessarily a mistake because I couldn't really control it. But um, so I was in a production of Spring Awakening okay. at Plaza Theatrical Productions. Um, this was like community theater yeah. on Long Island. Um, and I was playing Ilsa and she sings Song of Purple Summer at the end of the show. And um, I, right before I went on stage, I, my nose got like itchy. So I like really, like no. really hard. I wiped my <laughs> nose really hard and it was winter. Oh, so I yeah. think maybe something was a little sensitive mm-hmm. and my nose started bleeding. On stage? Before I went on stage. So I was backstage. I wiped my nose really hard. I was like, uh oh, I should take care of this itch before I get on stage. I wiped it really hard. My nose started bleeding. I noticed because I was like, oh, is my nose running? So I like went and I touched my nose and then I looked at it and I was like, no, no. And so I like, I, but the scene before, this is like the final song of the show. It's my like solo song. So right before I went on stage, I ran around to my castmates backstage and I was like, guys, my nose is bleeding. I don't know what to do. I literally don't know what to do. I have like one second before I go on stage. And they were like, oh my God, I don't know. And then (laughs) they were like, are there tissues? And then the scene ended and I had to go on stage. So I walked out on stage with blood all over my face. That's scary. And the choreography of the song, like everybody kind of trickles in as I'm singing. So people were like walking in and like walking past me and handing me tissues. (laughs) And I have this bucket of like flower petals. People were like dropping tissues into the bucket. Um, It was crazy. Some people thought it was on purpose. Some people were like, oh, I thought that it was like fake blood and it was like a choice. Because it is a very, it's a it's an interesting show, and you can interpret it like like in that, that way. kind of yeah. way, I guess. Um, but yeah, and so like I at some point I like turned away from the audience and just like wiped my nose with like the the tissue, but it was bad. There was blood all over. That's scary. My face. <laughs> but it was like, it's that's like one of those things where it's like it's kind of funny. Exactly. Like you can't just help but just to laugh at yeah, it because it, it happens. So like things happen. Yeah. Yeah, because like I would, <laughs> it sounds crazy, but like I would rather something like that happen than like me just like forget what I'm doing or like exactly sing you something can try really to bad work around it, right? And it's like it's it's so out of my control that it's like you know it's entertaining in its own right. Yeah. So, so since you've been <laughs> acting since you were younger, have you ever like had stage fright or like how would you overcome that? Oh yeah. So, I think my relationship with 
stage fright has definitely changed. I think when I was younger, I was a bit more fearless about it. Um, I would still get really nervous, but there's only so much anxiety you can have when you're a kid. Like, yeah, your I think your thoughts aren't necessarily mature enough to be super existential. No, because I feel like when you're like a kid, you don't think you just do. Yeah. And even if you're scared, it's like. It's it's definitely a different kind of scare than when you're older and you like understand your emotions better and the world a little better. So I used to always get like a nervous stomach and that was mm-hmm. like kind of it. Um, but like my senior year of high school, um, it actually got really bad. Like it was kind of hard to deal with. Um, but I really, I never let myself stop performing. Yeah. Just because like once you stop for a long time, like it just, it's just gonna be that much harder to get back on stage, which is why the pandemic was kind of a bummer for that reason, because I think I lost some momentum that I had. Um, and like my senior year musical was Something Rotten. Okay. And I was B and it was a really fun show and a fun role. Um, and literally like uh, before I went on stage, like for opening night, I was like beside myself. And <laughs> I was like, literally, I was freaking out. I was having a panic attack. But then like, I like, I just got on stage and I started doing it and you know, you really just, you you kind of get carried away in it a little bit. And, yeah. it, and it eventually, at least for me, it eventually gets better. And recently, um, whether I'm just, whether it's just because I've gone to therapy and maybe have anxiety meds now, or I'm just, you know, kind of immersing myself into the, maybe like immersion therapy, you could call it. But I'm definitely have more control over that and I feel more confident about performing, which I'm really glad that I can say now. So we're gonna take a quick break um, for underwriting announcements. So 1077 The Bronx and 1077thebronc.com, we'll be right back. One zero seven seven the Bronx and one zero seven seven the Bronx dot com. We are back with Center Stage Bronx. I'm your host Emily Cott. So in this segment, we're going to talk a little bit more about what stage acting is like versus what film acting is like. So just like touch briefly, like we touch briefly on the differences, but like what are some more differences between the two? Um, I would say that from like the actors' point of view, not just like obviously the main differences between watching a play and watching a film um but from an acting approach it's definitely it's definitely a little bit different um I think my time at Ryder and my acting classes here have taught me that like at their core they're not necessarily different um and it's actually funny because we were having a discussion in my acting class the other day about like what acting really is and how you define it um and so I think like when you think about it existentially like that the differences are less of like a list and like this is what's different and that's what's different and more of like okay maybe my personality this part of my personality is better for film or this part of my personality is better for the stage meaning like like speaking really loudly 
yeah is a good example on the stage you just have to sometimes even if that's not who you are even if that's not who your character is which can be a difficult thing for an actor to work through um because you I think the root at least for me the root of my acting is I want it to be truthful and I want it to be entertaining um but the thing is you can't communicate that truth and you can't entertain people if they can't hear you. So you kind of have to sacrifice some of the reality and at least for yourself, because you want the audience to stay in the story. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so for stage acting, I think that you have to bear your soul maybe a little bit louder and a little bit more open than you would in um, a film, because like for film, the microphone can be right up next to your face and it can capture a whisper and that's why I do love getting to work in both mediums because I I I love the the intimacy of film and I love how how raw you can be yeah with a with a film and that's not to say that you can't be raw on stage Um, it's just different yeah it's a it's a different kind of kind of thing and um both are vulnerable and both are very challenging artistically um because you you really have to try to make it as good as you can and every show is different every movie is different they call for different things um yeah but i have i have been really loving getting to work more on film so you'd say like film is more your favorite it's it's hard to like pick one pick (laughs) one um I've really only done theater until I got to school because okay, yeah. you can do community theater like you can, you know, pay a hundred bucks and be in a show and whatever, like that kind of thing. Um, you still have to audition or whatever, but, you know, it's that kind of it's thing where kind, like yeah. you. Yeah, it's almost like a club. Um, but there's, you know, there's I don't know of any high schools that have like a film club that's actually producing films. I think there are some in L.A. probably probably <laughs> but yeah. not not over here on the East Coast that I know of. Maybe LaGuardia um, in New York. Uh, But yeah, so it's been really, really fun to dip my toes into film because I do think that some of my natural instincts as an as an actor um, lend themselves to film. So it's been fun to explore that and to learn more about myself in that way. Yeah. So what is what what are like what are some films that you were a part of and what's your favorite? Ooh, okay. Uh. I did this, (laughs) I've done a lot of like small projects too, Um, but I did two bigger projects. One of them was called, (laughs) um, what it's called is actually, there's some debate about it because it's written down as, on the script, as Whitingsdale, but then one of our actors accidentally pronounced it as Whitingdale or Whittingdale or something oh, okay. incorrect <laughs> in one of the scenes. So oh. that um, that left up a little more room for interpretation that I think was initially intended. Um, that was fun. That was directed by um, my friend Richard. Um, and that was like it was kind of like a Gossip Girl kind of vibe. Ooh. And my character was like a Blair kind of vibe. So that was definitely fun. I don't always get to play the mean girl. But I've I've gotten to play the mean girl on stage before. I was like Heather Chandler once, and then I was Lucy in Thirteen the Musical once. So Ooh. those were the, I've had three mean girl roles. Yes, and they've all been very fun. <laughs> um, yeah, so that one was cool. That was like the most. Um, that was like the 
biggest thing I've ever filmed. I think it was like 30 minute long film kind oh, okay. of like, an, yeah, like a little like a, short film yeah like of. a pilot episode kind of thing yeah um so that was really fun I also filmed um a film called the dream team with Mandy um if any of you know Mandy I know Mandy love her. <laughs> she's always got a fun story to tell I love her um that was really fun I got to work with like a lot of people on that one because there were um a lot of different characters um that one was about like a performing arts high school a lot of drama got crazy but it was fun there was there was a lot of different locations which yeah. was really fun we filmed on the Westminster campus um yeah that was a good time I I'm really appreciative of every experience that I've had here because whether it goes perfectly or not like I'm I'm growing and I'm learning so, exactly yeah and it's always fun to see the, the end <laughs> result because some scenes come out pretty interesting and some of them come out better than you expect and yeah so what's the hardest part about film acting I think for me, sometimes I don't do enough because I'm, and I do this with stage acting too, to be honest. Um, sometimes I feel like I'm I'm doing more than I am. Um, and then I watch back and I'm like, hmm, I could definitely put a little bit, I could t- turn that one up a little bit. Like I could turn up the volume, I could turn up the expression. Yeah. Um, because I do think I am so, like in the back of my mind, I really do want it to feel authentic and truthful, but I yeah. do think that sometimes that'll cause me to be less expressive than I should be. Um, so that part is a little hard knowing where the line is between, you know, something that's a little more stage acting, like that's a little louder and a little bit more expressive and maybe like a little bit more showing rather than just like experiencing. Um, And then there's like, there's also with film acting, it is very hard to not be aware of the camera sometimes. Um, So that's been a challenge. But I think the more I just am in front of the camera, the more I can work with it, work with it and like put it in the back of my mind because you do also still have to be aware of it, which is kind of the downside of that. It's like, I can't fully forget what I'm doing and where I am like I can't fully be in this scene because I do need to be aware of my surroundings um but it is a fun challenge and I I've enjoyed how much I've learned doing films here so since you like were used to doing I guess just like stage acting when you started doing film acting without an audience what was that like for the first time like working without an audience because I know like the audience like it has a huge impact on like Mm -hmm. everything so what was that like? Was it a challenge? You know, I think it was almost freeing in a way. I kind of always craved that ability to just like be present, be present in the moment, but then also be able to revisit that moment. Yeah. Kind of thing. Because that's like when you're doing a scene, you it's it's kind of freeing to be able to try anything you want and then just stop recording and then hit record again um while that can be a vicious cycle if you're doing self-tapes and my fellow actor friends understand that um but it's I I really like how freeing it is and I really like the creative aspect of getting something how you want it um which is different from on the stage so I think that that has been able to open up my creativity more even with stage acting like Mm 
I'm less afraid to make those choices because I've felt how it feels to really like put yourself into a completely different choice and to go one way with the scene completely and then try it a different way. And it really is like so much fun, especially (laughs) when you're doing it with other people. It sounds fun. Yeah. So what is a moment that has pushed you outside of your comfort zone? It can either be from stage acting or for film acting. Hmm. Um, Like a specific role or like anything. Yeah. So one more recently was when I was in the play that goes wrong at Ryder. Um, I was an understudy and I think I was originally given the understudy of Sandra and Annie, who is like the character. So the play that goes wrong is a play within a play. Um, Just meaning that the plot of the play that goes wrong is that there are people who are in a play. Oh, okay. That might be, I may have not explained that that well, (laughs) but um, yeah. So um, Sandra is a person who is acting in this play and Annie is the stage manager of the play. So those are my two roles. Um, I was understudying both of them, which is very difficult. (laughs) Um, I, there are some people who are just like amazing understudies or swings, which means that you are kind of what I did where you're an understudy for multiple characters. And at any given moment, you could be called to perform for either one of them. Um, and then in the middle of the production, one of the other characters who didn't already have an understudy assigned. Why? I don't know. Um, I was assigned to be their understudy also. And they were like... So you had to basically learn like two roles. Three. Three. Originally, I was understudying two roles. And then a third one was added on like halfway through the rehearsal process. Wow. Just because they had a sore throat that day. So, so they- my director <laughs> just decided out of nowhere that I was going to be their understudy. Um, so that was a special experience. I did end up going on for not the three roles I was understudying, oh, but for a much smaller role of the stage hand. If I called Annie the stage hand before, I meant stage manager. Annie's the stage manager. There's another smaller role that I think maybe we added called the stage hand, and they don't have any lines. They just like do some things on stage as like the stage hand and they like set up some of the props and the stuff before like the show starts. Um, So that was a very easy track to do, but it was just kind of funny how it all ended up playing out. (laughs) And my director just threw a bunch of stuff at me. So it was a very interesting time, but it was a really fun experience. It sounds fun, but we're going to take a quick break. So we'll be back with more Center Stage Bronx here on 1077 The Bronx and 1077thebronc.com.
1077 The Bronx and 1077thebronc.com. I'm Emily Cott, and we are back with Center Stage Bronx. So before the show, Isabel and I were chatting, and she mentioned that besides singing and acting, when she was growing up, she did other things for theater. So what were they? Yeah, so when you do community theater, you kind of end up um, filling in for some other roles that might not necessarily be filled because of certain budget reasons. So when you're doing community theater, if I don't, I don't, the thing is, is I don't actually know what community theater is like in other places. Yeah. I, I may be incorrect in assuming that Long Island community theater is very different because it's just like such a big, but small community. Like there's so much community theater always happening, but like so many people know each other, like from all the way across the island. So it's like, it's a very interesting community and it's a really fun thing to be a part of and also sometimes a really crazy thing to be a part of. Um, but yeah, so the other stuff that I have done is I um, went in high school, everyone that was in the on tour company, which was my school's drama program, was also um, in some sort of like technical theater position also that was like part of the club. So I was on paint um, and so I helped paint the sets and we would have these like late tech nights where everyone would be building or painting or sewing um, or pulling props or yeah. making props. Um, all really fun, crazy things. And we would go till like 11 p.m., which for a high schooler is like kind of late, I feel like. Um, <laughs> and then my mom would pick me up and everyone's parents would pick them up at the end of the day. <laughs> And it was a really fun time. And it's um, it's definitely really re- rewarding to see something that I've painted or, you know, just like all of my friends, like all the stuff that we worked on together to build yeah. and paint to be like up there. And, um, you know, that's that's how it is at Ryder, too. Like there's student workers and there are tech theater majors who build the sets and paint the sets. Um, so that's really fun. Um, only once did I I was on the hair and makeup crew at my high school, um, but not a lot really went on. So the only time I really like helped with hair and makeup was this one time where I had to do old age makeup on someone, um, which I was never taught to do by my drama professor. Oh. Um, (laughs) But he did, for some reason, expect me to know how to do it. And so I did what I had seen. Yeah. And then he came in and yelled at me for doing it incorrectly. And then he went and he just drew like a bunch of lines on my friend's face. They lo- it, it was actually insane looking. And I was like, great. I'm glad you think that looks good. Now we can move on from this situation. But it was crazy. There's a there's some crazy things that go on in high school theater and community theater. Um, yeah. So and my... Oh, sorry. (laughs) So my high school theater, like it was like um, a little different because like we actually had like different departments for like we had set construction and then we had set painting Mm -hmm. and only the people who did who were on that crew would do the construction and the painting. Yeah. So it's weird. I guess like everything is like run a little differently. Yeah, that was kind of I mean, like I was on paint crew like I wasn't on the other crews. But people are allowed to help out or maybe like expected to help out if it's needed. Yeah. For other crews. But 
everything is way less organized when you're in high school. It just exactly. is. Especially with like community theater. Like sometimes we would like strike the sets. Like it was, <laughs> I was like, is this breaking child labor laws? What's going on? Um, but you know, it's, it's, you know, you're shoved into a little black box theater and sometimes there's no dressing room and you're just there. The only thing between you and the audience is a curtain. Yeah. And it's, it's like guerrilla, guerrilla warfare out there sometimes, <laughs> but it's, it gives you character and it gives you experience and it's a lot of fun. And I, am. Um, already pleased with how much more professional it is to be at a college and not a high school or a community theater. And I'm definitely excited for where that'll be in the professional world. So what is like the main difference between like, just like the overall process of the show with Ryder versus with high school or community theater? So the thing is with like high school and community theater is there are numerous people who are not qualified to be doing the jobs that they're doing, but that's because it's high school and community theater. Exactly. They're not being paid. So they're not required to be qualified. Um, except for the people that are overseeing it. Like yeah, they just the teachers people. or if there is like um a technical director. So yeah, so basically like we kind of just get to do whatever yeah whatever we want. Um but at, at Ryder, there's like more rules and for a, a very good reason. Exactly. Um, those rules save a lot of time. They save injury. They save a lot of things. The systems in place are kind of no brainers when you think about it, but you would be surprised at the things that go on in community theaters. Um, but yeah, so it's it's exciting to like feel more professional. And this past summer, I actually got to do um, uh, Suzical the Musical Ooh. at the Argyle Theater, which is a professional theater on Long Island. Um, it is their children's theater, so it's not as professional as like yeah. their main stage theater. But like, I'm still working at a professional theater, so like the backstage and like the costumes and everything, like that's all you know, run like a professional, like regional theater. Um, so that was really awesome. And I think that that experience did a lot for me, like, especially that, that was another thing, like kind of backtracking when we were talking about like stage fright and stuff like that. I was doing two shows every single week. How often did you guys practice? So for that, I actually got COVID during one week of the rehearsals and there was oh, no. only there was only like three weeks of rehearsals oh, that's and scary. I missed the first there was me okay there was like three and a half weeks of rehearsals yeah and I missed like that first half week because they offered me the role while I was like on vacation and like they offered me the role and then rehearsal started like a couple days later so I was oh, on wow. vacation when they offered me the role so I was like <laughs> okay I'll be back in a few days um and then I was there for a week and then I got COVID and then I came back. Luckily, I wasn't like a, a big role. So like I didn't, I mean, I had a lot of dancing and choreography to learn, but it was like not life or death because yeah, I wasn't like a, a main character. Um, so that was good. Um, but that was, it was a lot of fun and the rehearsals were so much fun and the performances were fun. And I got to perform with my friend Dominic, who's a musical theater major here. So that was really fun. 
writer on Long Island. Yeah. So what was it like performing on like a college um, on a professional stage for the first time? Um, it was exciting. I mean, I'm, I'm performing like truthfully, I was performing for like a lot of little kids and their parents, but it's a very exciting um, thing. Um, and uh, again, I was not I was not getting paid very much and that's OK. <laughs> I was not expecting to because it's it's like <laughs> so you know what? I'm going to, this is my little analogy. Children's theater is like professional community theater. Okay. And professional theater is like more professional college theater. Okay. So it's like one, cause like the way that it was like rehearsed and whatever, it was very casual. Um, but we're at a professional theater and like the set is really nice and the costumes are all really cool. The makeup was cool. Um, so in that respect, it was very professional, but then also it was like kind of really chill because it was like a kid's show. So it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't as like intense, intense. Yes. Intense as like a professional production would be, but some of the cast of Greece, which was performing at the same time as us, that was like the main stage came to see it. So like the energy was really nice and everyone was very supportive. Oh yeah. So how many weeks like were you guys like performing for? I performed every weekend from like, I think maybe late July to August or oh, maybe wow. like, yeah, or no, not, not late July, like mid to beginning of July through August. So like a good two months. Oh, wow. Yeah. I miss it. Like the more I think about it, I was like, wow, that was like such a good experience. Like being able to perform every single weekend, you, you would think that you would get bored but like the show is so fun and silly and the cast was so amazing and yeah. everyone was so like, truly like it was the best. Cause when you're in community theater, the shit gets crazy. Like people are kissing people, people are fighting with people, people are posting on their stories about people, it's high school. But this was like, everyone was so sweet, everyone was so nice and so professional and like, being in the dressing rooms. It was just a really great environment. So I hope I get to do that again one day. <laughs> but we're going to take a quick break. So we'll be back with more Center Stage Bronx after these underwriting announcements only on 1077 The Bronx and 1077thebronc.com.
1077 The Bronx and 1077thebronc.com. You're listening to Center Stage Bronx. I'm your host, Emily Cott. So the next question that I'm going to talk about is what is your training like at Ryder versus previously before Ryder? Um, so yeah, so Ryder, it's, it's like an acting program. So it's kind of like, so it's like a, cons- it's not like a conservatory because conservatory schools are like all you do is the arts and you don't have like general education requirements. Yeah. But like besides my general education requirements, it's like it's very non-academic, I would say. Like okay. I do have to write papers about shows that I've seen. Um I have to read plays, which is like, you know, you have to read plays for like an English class, that kind of thing. So it's definitely more studious than the other actor training that I had previously. Um which was I d- I did take um a few acting classes in New York City because I'm I'm only like a 45 minute train ride to the city um, from where I'm from in Long Island. So that was a really great opportunity to be able to go to the city every weekend and take acting for the camera classes there. Um, I I worked with this guy named David Wenzel and I so it was um, a class that was supposed to end in this like agent workshop performance day so they would bring in agents and show them like the monologues or the scenes that you were working on in class so that was like super fun and I so my mom is not I wouldn't call her a momager I would call her a very dedicated and loving and caring mother but she (laughs) she really does like she's on top of it and she will especially when I was in high school like before I really knew how I was supposed to like go about this whole acting thing like she got me a lot of opportunities and she submitted me for an open call for Dear Evan Hansen on Broadway Mm -hmm. and I don't know how I don't know why but I got an appointment and I went in and I auditioned and I had like a voice teacher and I was in this acting class and so I brought the sides which is the scene that you use for the audition. We call them sides. I don't know what, well, I do know why, but I won't go into that. Um, (laughs) um, So they're called sides. So it's basically just like the scene that they give me to read from the show. So there was two scenes and I worked on them both in my acting class because I was like, what a great opportunity to work on these a little bit before I go in and do my audition. So I did that. And then I went and I did my audition in this like very New York City, very musical theater, like a Pearl Studios kind of vibe. You walk in, there's someone in the room, there's a reader. I sing my little song, I do my little scene. And I did that and it went really well. And I was like shocked at how well it went, especially since it's like, I know that I did a lot of community theater whatever, but I didn't like see myself as a professional when I was in high school. Um, it felt more like a passion and less like a career at that point in my life. So that was a very crazy experience. And I ended up getting a call back, oh, wow. which I was not expecting even a little bit. And so I went in and I um, told my acting teacher that I got this call back. And he was like, that's amazing. And this was the day that we were the agents were coming. And he was like, you must sing for her because it was an acting (laughs) class. So I'm not supposed to be singing, but he was like, yeah, you're going to put the karaoke track up on your phone you're going to sing for her and blah, blah, blah. And this was a pretty like well-known agency. Like I would say maybe 
top five. I don't I don't know the statistics on that, but I do know that I had heard of them before, which means that they are popular. Yeah. Um, so that was like kind of a big deal. And so I sang for her. I think I did my sides while she was there. Everyone did their other things too. Um, so that was amazing. And then I my mom, my beloved mother, emailed her, this agent lady. She found her email. She sleuthed, <laughs> she found her email and she emailed her. Um, and then I got an appointment with her to meet with her and I'm not signed with their agency, but I do have an agent now because of that experience. So that was like one of, I think one of the most pivotal experiences. And I did forget what the original question was, but I do love telling the story because it was one (laughs) of the craziest like things that's ever happened to me. Like when I got the call back, I remember like I found my friend in the hallway And I literally, I was like, you will never believe what just happened because this type of stuff was like, so like we could see it. We could always like, we're close enough to New York where like we can see things like this happening to people, but like never us. Right. So it was a really cool experience, a very fun experience. So what is your favorite Broadway show that you have ever ever seen or just listened to? I have like a whole list of Broadway shows in my notes app so that I don't ever forget which ones I've seen. Um, I saw, I actually saw Newsies when I was like, I saw it when I went to summer camp. Ooh. And I don't remember the cast that I saw. And to this day, I'm like, I swear, if I saw Jeremy Jordan in Newsies and I didn't <laughs> know who Jeremy Jordan was because I was like 11, yeah, I am so mad at myself. Um, Let's see. One of the favorite ones. I actually saw Mean Girls twice. Ooh. It's a very fun show. I'm not going to call it like a work of art or anything, but it's a fun show. Yeah. And oh, one of my favorite shows I've ever seen is Come From Away. Ooh, that's a good one. And like, I don't know if this happens at most of the performances, but like there were people from Newfoundland in the audience and they like had really? their little Newfoundland flags. Yeah. Aww. I don't know if you know that show, but it's like yeah. about. I saw it on like um, Apple TV. Yeah. It's so good. It's it like is. indirectly about like 9-11 9-11 yeah sorry yeah. to like bring that up um <laughs> but it's indirectly about that and it's about this airport in newfoundland where a bunch of planes were redirected to and it's a beautiful story a wonderful show i also got to see hamilton I you got- actually saw hamilton yes you guys i saw hamilton for free how oh did you win the lottery no i because the lottery you still have to pay but it's like way cheaper yeah but my friend's rich aunt bought her tickets to hamilton and she decided to take me which was like kind of (laughs) weird because we weren't even like like best friends or anything but i was like i'm not gonna say no um (laughs) and so i went with her and her rich aunt and it was such a fun time i also got to see jagged little pill oh i wanted to see jagged little pill which was a very cool experience very cool i also i've seen a lot i'm so hold on pause i'm so grateful for how many amazing shows i've seen yeah i got to see doll's house and kimberly akimbo this summer both amazing shows doll's house with jessica chastain was crazy i felt so many emotions it was very overwhelming but it was an amazing show and then kimberly akimbo was so it was just like such a good piece of theater so yeah those are some of my favorites my favorite show that I've seen recently would have to be Wicked. Yeah. Wicked, it's so good. I My cousin brought me to see Wicked like a long time ago. That was one of the first shows I've, I'd seen. It was amazing. The first show I saw was Aladdin. That was a good mm. one. I saw it with the original Genie too. Wow. That's so that a good one. Good. 
The first one I I saw, I think, was Beauty and the Beast. Ooh. Yeah. I was, like, really little. I think they had, like, light-up flowers, if Aww. I remember. Very cute. So, throughout your career, um, like, acting, pra- like, all that stuff in college or just before that, um, who was your biggest supporter? Oh, my mother, obviously. If that wasn't clear before, she is... She's insane, but in the best way. <laughs> she... um. She actually is uh, a writer. She writes movie scripts. She actually got one of her films produced like last year. Um, Yeah, so she's like kind of just starting that part of her career because she does like promo writing for film and TV. So like not super far from what you guys are doing here. Yeah. Um, Yeah, and so she has like a... Not not a foot in my side of the industry, but a foot in the industry. So she has been such a great like support for me and like a guide and a mentor a little bit. Um, and she just like tries to give me all the opportunities she can. And I love her so much. Um, but yeah. And then also like the teacher, like the teacher that I mentioned before, David Wenzel. I like to say his name because I know that if I ever get an award, I am mentioning that man because <laughs> he you know, like that truly like was one of the most like amazing experiences. Like I couldn't, I couldn't have never even hoped for that experience to happen when I was in high school. Um, so yeah, just all the people that give me opportunities or, you know, all the people that see potential in me, I'm so grateful for, and I feel so supported by, um, but yeah, my mother is my number one supporter in everything. (laughs) What are your career goals for after graduation? I don't. Okay, so I really would love to do more film. Um, I don't know what that is going to look like. That's the scary part about acting is you never really know what your your day to day is going to look like because that'll change with whatever project you're doing. Yeah. Um, But I my dream project is okay. My dream project is a film on location somewhere. Um somewhere like somewhere cool like ireland or something or like australia like i want to film some some like on location film yeah somewhere cool um i'd love to have like an actor that i like in the film with me because that would be a crazy experience like acting with someone that i've seen on tv would be crazy um yeah i'd also really love to originate my own role on a tv show oh that'd be so fun like wouldn't that be the best that would be so much fun um yeah yeah but unfortunately that is all the time we have for today's show but so thank you for joining me today thank you this was so much fun so we'll be back next week with more center stage bronx only on 1077 the bronx and 1077 the bronc.com